What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. Welcome to episode uh, 64. What's good? It's Pink in the building. Charles, still at PAX, but we're trucking along, so we'll get home soon. Let's go, Charles. You got me finally, of course. Matt, what's up? What's up, Marcus? He comes in with the energy, bro. Of course, I got him, man. Someone's got to bring energy. Uh, yeah, what's going on, everyone? Matt or has. It's funny because we talked about last weekend how this might be kind of a slower weekend for Smash, but it wasn't at all. There was so, Not much, even close, yeah. so many good events going on. Um, obviously, you know, we got Riptide coming up this weekend, which is going to be pretty sick. It's one of those brackets that's really, really up for grabs, and it's gonna be. We'll get into it more, obviously, when we start talking about it. But that one's definitely up for grabs. We had this weekend boss battles, uprising, Korea, Pax West, of course. Shout out to Aaron, obviously. First things first. Congrats. Canada had their Invitational as well. The Cascadia Clash, if I remember correctly. Great tournament. Great grands, of course, between Big D and Ouch. So, a lot of great events that went on this weekend. So. Marcus, I don't know if you want to jump in first here, because I know you always... We all watch Smash. You be watching Smash, you know what I mean? You're always watching What the heck? Everything. I never go first. <laughs> You're going first. first. It's all... Present to the class. Yeah. Get up there. All right, talk about your favorite event. My favorite event? Oh, that's going to be a tough one. Um, I love it. It's pro- Honestly, it probably was PAX West. Just because uh, there were a few top 10 players there, there weren't really top 10 players at any other event. Um, so I was kind of interested in seeing like how those sets would play out. But then Aaron, I don't want to say he shocked all of us, but to, to some it may have been a surprise that Aaron was, that he pulled it out. And like that joint was tough. Like beating light is hard. Like beating light is hard enough, right? Like just beating him once is like a tall task. Then you beat Cola. Then you beat Cola twice. Like that yeah. that is not something easy. And before that he had to beat Wadi and he pulled out a reverse 3 0 against Wadi. Like Yeah. I, that was the Ices, right? Ices against mm-hmm. Diddy. I remember watching that set. That was a crazy reverse 3 0. And then and- it just felt like it was a long time coming for Aaron. And I was really happy to see like he didn't like fold. Like that's what Aaron, like his biggest uh hurdle was where he was he would fold under like the pressure and his mentality, you know, shift while he was playing and he would maybe get a little upset or like kind of give up or something like that. But he never folded. Like he made a ton of great adaptations throughout all the sets. Like a lot of the the sets he got rolled the first game, like the first games weren't close. And then he just, just won. I was like, yeah, that was the first thing I noticed about the Wadi set too. the reverse three Oh, is that he was tilting, which is completely understandable against ICs. Like that could just definitely happen to you. So I saw him in the player cam, definitely like starting to tilt a little bit, but dude, that was, it was really, really impressive to me. And I was like, he's playing really, really well today. So again, no surprise to anyone, but the people who TO who, who uh, make the brackets for events and see them see it. Uh, maybe not anymore. Maybe finally that'll stop. But shout out to Aaron, man. I think we're all Aaron fans here. Obviously. Yeah, what I wanted to mention yeah. is how many close sets he he clutched out in a row. Mm-hmm. He had he had like three game fives in a row leading up to getting into grand finals or something, including like a reverse three zero for for the Wadi set. So like. Huge props to Aaron for, like, you know, being able to be clutched, like, a million times in a row. And he did it with Diddy Kong. like Yeah, lots of last hit situations, lots of game fives. Like, congrats. 
And I love that too because he's he's another one. He's trying to really figure out when he plays certain. He's his Rob sometimes makes an appearance, right? Ages, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like how what is working today, you know? And I think that's kind of the again like more of the ultimate theme is what's working today. How can I make the bottom line is how do I get this W right? Like how is it going to work out for me? So even down two zero against Wadi, stuck with Diddy, made it work. Like even against uh, Light, who's really good against Diddy as well, just made it work, man. Which it's insane, like. Can't give this kid enough props for sure. So Aaron rules. Absolutely true. Yeah. Oh, you were there, Charles. There yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm still here. <laughs> but uh, sure. yeah, I mean, one first off, PAX is just a really cool event. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys saw the production level yeah. for, uh, for this event. Really high, high quality. The stage was super cool. Uh, the commentary was like house commentary, so everyone in the crowd could hear the commentary as well. So there's always like a, an appreciation for that too. Uh, if you've never been to a PAX, I highly recommend it as an event. It had a, a lot of cool boots. Um, just even outside of the Smash tournament itself, there's a ton of cool stuff you can do at PAX, and you just get to see a bunch of different gaming stuff. Like they had a Platoon or Splatoon three uh, play demo area. The, they had like a One Piece Odyssey play area too. You can demo a lot of the games and stuff like that. So, yeah. And I, I also want to. I also want to. Uh, point out that Aaron had to fight some pretty tough matchups for Diddy. Mm -hmm. Ice Climber is yeah. so hard. Uh, Fox is also pretty difficult for Diddy Kong as well, right? Like a lot of these characters that are just really speedy, uh, get up into Diddy Kong's face. It, it, it's a little bit harder for Diddy Kong to set up these scenarios where like you pull the banana for free or it's a little easier to pull banana, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just shouts to Aaron. Uh, I've always been, in, in terms of the characters that I think Aaron should play, I've always thought like the Diddy was his go-to. Obviously, he was a Diddy Kong main since Smash 4. So uh, there, I, I probably have bias in that sense of you just have sheer amount of years with this character. Um, but I, like Aaron could probably play with any character and eventually get there right with the character. We've seen his Rob, Pyramithra. Uh, he used to have a Steve as well, so I don't know if... Uh, <coughs> on the plane. He was talking about bringing the Steve back, which is Absolutely. like never a, a bad investment. You know he, what I mean? Okay, for those watching on YouTube... He yes. won this game? How did he win this game? Dude, this matchup like is hitting, so bad. It's hitting me. Like, I did not notice how He's at 88. Was. He almost lost right there. And it's game five. And it's game five. Like, this is this is ridiculous. He's that so killed. much. Watch his light, man. Classic. Yeah, he he just got two really early up smashes for, like, a Diddy up smash standards. Dude, like, he, was was up, he was up smashing. He, he was. He was getting he a was lot of raw up smashes, like, not even, like, Ooh. defensive ones. It was great. He, and out of shield, too. He was letting him rip everywhere, yeah. man. I, I That's what I that. was saying about Aaron's gameplay um, when I was watching it myself was, like, he was, like, committing to an option and really following through, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was playing the ground game really, really efficiently and like he was just like like has was saying like letting things rip but it's not even just about letting things rip i feel like he was just really following through and like i i guess there's a layer of confidence to that kind of yeah. thing too yeah and he was um, very confident yeah it was just was great correct. to watch what'd you say marcus sorry he, he was just very confident that he was correct yes like, like, like it, you could just see it like the whole bracket which is crazy for how uh close all these sets were too like no hesitation like whether he was winning or losing I'm gonna steal this one from marcus but i thought it was nice too looking further down the bracket it was nice to see justice play offline uh i do a lot of commentary yeah yeah i knew you'd like that one 
Justice is known, at least to me, as a, an online like Min Min player, like plays in a lot of like the Panda stuff, and I commentate a bunch of those. So I'd seen Justice play a lot, so I was like, oh, there's Justice, like playing in an offline bracket. So top five, which is really nice. So congrats to Justice for that. Uh, Bob Wasab again. Good seeing Mox. Hey, again best as well. Panda player. The what? Best Panda player, Bob Wasab. True. Bob I Wasab, good, yeah. man. <laughs> Wasab, he's really good. Man. He rules, yeah. Yeah. Bobby's, Bobby's great. Yeah, he's cool. Forever. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Um, yeah, and Larry, too, quietly got fourth. No one's really talking about that, but I think it's... That's like, such a Larry thing to do. He kind mm-hmm. of placed where everyone, you know, like yeah. he got his met expectations, right? Like, he didn't get upset, but he didn't make any upsets, so... I saw him counterpick Lilat versus Light Fox. Dude, and so And I was like, crazy. I was like, did he do that just because it's, like, Star Fox right I now? hope so, because he did it twice. I was like... I think bro. that's why. That's, I'm genuinely gonna predict he went lilac just because it's Star Fox. I nah. really hope so. No, he's got a reason. Nah, I, I you have a you have nah. a reason, right, Larry? Nah. You oh, like a real reason. reason, like a gameplay reason, right? That's what any, we're talking about. Any stage that has slants downward towards the edge, it uh, like uh, for a wolf. It's harder to two frame with wolf forward tilt in those situations, but when you down smash, it actually angles your down smash a little bit more downward. Hey. So Fox too, though, in that way, right? The down smash. Yes, but (coughs) in my opinion, it's like, I mean, both these characters can two frame each other with their down smashes, essentially. But Wolf's return in terms of like when he gets to kill Fox, like Fox dies at like forty, right? Whereas Wolf, depending if he burns his double jump or not, Wolf's not going to die to like lose a stock just from sheer going to the blast zone until like maybe eighty, ninety, right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if Larry, if that was one of the reasons. That's the only one I can think of. Yeah, Maybe he just really likes the platform. Definitely could out. be. I like my head cannon a lot more. Agreed. Yeah, because Larry. <laughs> like, why else are we it. like? Especially because like, n- like not many tournaments have Lila in the first place. So yes. it's like, why are you just Dude. so ready to just like, let's play Lila? You might be right because it was against Light too. I don't know, man. And he I... was getting smoked. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> That's light, dude. What do you want to say? But you know uh, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, why are we here? Yeah, he didn't go lilac against like Luigi or anything, you know, like all the all those characters. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm hoping for my sake and for Larry's sake, because now you're known as somebody who counterpicks lilac, and that's just weird. <laughs> like, hey, right. that's an automatic lilac ban from your opponent. Yeah, true, true. Do you right. think it's a, it's a long term strategy? Oh, long term. Like Everyone knows from Pax that I love like playing at Lila. I like that a lot. <laughs> Yo, That's something I would do. Pick like, Lila, pick Lila or... like once or twice, and then never do it again. But they just start banning Lila all the time. People probably already assume that about him because he played Brawl so much. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and Smash Four, it's already there, dude. Yeah. So Pax was super sick. I don't have. Shouts to Aaron again. Obviously, Cola getting second. It's not the yeah. place when you want to. Light, same Really thing, cool you know? top three. Yeah. And the moist Larry's graphics. just not that cool, you know. <laughs> yeah, it stops at three. That's it. Well, and picks back up around seven for Baba Sub. Uh, <laughs> the, the moist graphics go stupid, by the way. Whoever's making those, killing it. They're amazing. Just amazing. Um, yeah. The event I want to talk about, if you guys are cool about it, was boss battles. Um, I watch a lot with Gavin. Uh, IJ. Dude. SkyJ rules. Good it's so stuff. funny because, like, first, before we get into SkyJ, because that's, like, easily probably the most interesting talking point, aside from maybe Siski winning the tournament too, really, really good run from Siski. I think we've all 
always known that Siski was a really good player who could take down a tournament this caliber. So really good yeah. job there. Not yeah. dropping a set. 8-0 on the day. Second place, Sky J had to win 12 sets to get into Grands. 12 sets wow. as Incineroar. Yeah. And he, going through players, outplacing players such as Chag, Pelly, who plays Sonic. Shout out to Pelly. Great player. Got third place. Pelly plays Sonic for the most part. Also a DDD, uh, amazing DDD. I don't think he really plays them that much anymore, but definitely could in the, if the situation was right. Also, Cirks, the Australian Sephiroth, which is like, what a combination well, of words. Well, that, well. that, Marcus, I know you were watching because we were DMing each other because Cirks with the last hit against Chag, game five, Chag was working on a reverse 3-0 against Cirks, and it was oh. looking like it was going to happen, and it was dead last hit. Both of them just fighting so I saw hard. It's the very ending. Yeah. That up air. The the up air. Up air was so godlike. It was so good. And it was one of those last hit situations that lasted for an uncomfortable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, someone, please, someone just go. Like, yeah. I'm so stressed at home right now. I always like feel like I'm pretty sure I'm more nervous than the players right now. Like, this has been <laughs> happening for too long. Yeah. But he hit an up air, a, a dope up air at the ledge uh, as Chag was getting off. It was so good. So, shout out to Serks for a really well deserved fourth place. Um, Lancelot also played really well this tournament. Yeah, it was, it was a dope top eight, but all right, we'll talk about I guess we'll talk about Skyjay real quick. I Lance, guess. Wait, hold on. Now that you mentioned it, Lancelot was like playing ridiculous. And then in those game five, like, I'm about to win scenarios. It was like, you haven't been here enough. And like the the big stage, you could just see it yeah. starting to happen. Like he he had like a huge lead against somebody. I can't remember. And he just like just stopped playing the game. And I was like, no, I can tell you're thinking about winning. Oh, that's the worst, man. We've all been there, right? Mm-hmm. You play tight sets, and you just like uh. that. To me, again, is always true. Top player privilege that people. Top players earn it, though, because you, you kind of meddle that fortitude, like your mental fortitude over time, right? And you think of that stuff. But you could see it when the tables are turned or when the opposite is, is happening to somebody where it's like, dude, they're just swinging. Or, like, they gamble everything on, like, a last hit and it just ends. I don't know. Is it is, his last two losses were to Sky J game five, so that's probably more likely. And then he also lost to Siski. Um Game four. That Sky J versus Lancelot ending was so silly. It was so. Yeah. You know what's crazy about it is he died earlier in the set one other time for doing that air dodge, and I was like, that air dodge is never coming back, and it came back at the worst time. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> back thrown at literal thirty percent and lost. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Thing. R. Yeah. Shout out to Ramen. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> that is so messed up. That that's the first person we think of. But... <laughs> of course, man. Of course, but we're we're talking about this earlier, um, just Incineroar in general, right? Where I don't really put Incineroar in my high tier uh, as of like it, just to get back on my last uh, my last tier list. I don't think I put Incineroar in high tier, but I feel like result wise, you kind of I don't know if you have to, but in terms of results, there you know SkyJ has very impressive results, and there's even other Incineroars out there that are getting pretty good results or pretty good Ws, like Mystery Soul in Seattle is like well, someone off the top of my head, and others Incineroars as well. So I don't know. I think the character may maybe not as bad as we thought. I mean, the character has some of the best normals slash aerials in the entire game. So I think I think uh, Incineroar in general is a character where it's like oh maybe maybe not as bad or at least, at least, 
through my perspective, maybe not as bad as I thought the character I, was. Yeah. I think two things, too. Like, the evolution of the character. One, I think Sky J's revenges are different. I think his revenge utilization is insanely good, specifically against recoveries. Two, I think the, the Incinerors collectively, but especially Sky J, of course, have reinvented how to recover with the character. They up yes. immediately, save their jump, and, and their side B and their air dodge, and it's like... How do I kill this character now? Like this is the it has evolved a lot. How you need to edge guard him. It used to be so free, right? Because they double jump and try to up your side B. Yes, or side B first. Yes, exactly. You get a great Palu back air, right? Like you're just dead. It doesn't matter. Like you're just done. That doesn't happen anymore. So Incineroar's are living, and he has always been a scary character. But getting to that point was less consistent than it is now, especially from what we're seeing from Sky J. Like it's just so big. Yeah, I, his side bees are obviously godlike too. I think that character rules so much. It, it, that character does rule. I I agree. I think everyone really likes Incineroar for now, at least for now. We'll yeah, see if the trend. If Sky J, Sky J, if you keep winning, <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. You need to like split it up a bit more evenly. <laughs> but, but I mean, Sky J three o three two against Lancelot. This is like only talking about his run towards the top end of the bracket. Three owed Cirques, Sephiroth versus Incineroar, I have to imagine, is pretty good for Sephiroth. It's just my shooting from the hit. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you don't know? No right? idea, honestly. <laughs> but he definitely had to beat Pelly, which is a really... His, Pelly's a very good Sonic player, and he 3 owed Incineroar against Sonic. Like, how... Yeah. I, I tweeted this after this happened. I'm like, every time I look at uh, Sky J's bracket, I'm like, there's just no way. And he yep. was super close to resetting the bracket versus Samus, too. Yep. Yes. So like, yes. Sonic Sam and Samus both look like really hard matchups for two different reasons, and he did completely fine versus both of them. Yeah. He And that's what I was tweeting out was, I look at his bracket every weekend, I'm like, here it is, finally. The weekend where he's going to go 3-2. and two. Like, it's just going <laughs> to happen. It just because that's how bad the matchups are. But, nope. All right, second place. So, all right, sounds good. Your, your, your biggest competition is a Sonic and a Samus. You're not getting better than third. There's just no way, right? Nope. Guess what? There he is. Dude, yeah. He's, was he's pretty awesome, close man. to, like, potentially getting a shot at winning the whole bracket. So mm -hmm. Definitely. But basically, Incineroar is top tier. Wait, so, huh? True. True, true. Gotta give it up. In Pokemon. In real Pokemon. BGC, That's actually yeah, true. Yeah, in real Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, I think he's the most commonly used Pokemon in the format at this yes. point. He's so dumb. Intimidate, fake out, and parting shot? Forget about it. I don't want any of that action. Pretty bulky. Get some flare blitz in there. Yeah, he's dumb, but shout outs, to dude. And you know, shout outs to that, that whole tournament was sick, honestly. The commentary was in-house too, which is fun. Killing it, obviously. Fabs on the mic. Love to see that. True. Siski yeah. being super consistent as per you. Yeah, That's absolutely. something we love to see. I think we've mentioned that before on the show. Yep. I mean, yeah. bro is just really consistent. Like, it just. Yeah. Hey, you're not better than me. You're not winning. See ya. And it's not very <laughs> many people better than him. So. That's yeah. a good buzz right there. It kind of it reminds is, me. Yeah. Yeah, it it I... very much feels like that. Good point. Me. Yeah. True. I know, man. All right. Well, I had a lot of fun watching the tournament. That's for sure. Um, yeah. What do we want to talk about next? Marcus? Uprising was lit, yeah, bro. I knew it. I was waiting for Uprising it. Uprising yeah. was omega lit. We got to... <laughs> I don't know how many of you watched it, because it was like... It was going on at like a really strange time, because it's Korea, and I think they're like... It's like a 12-hour time difference for East Coast and Korea, and maybe nine for West Coast. Um, <laughs> but I was watching the tournament, and I was like, oh, who's here? And then I saw Gak's name, and I was like, bro. 
you're cheating. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> this is so unfair. Like, let him play. And then I saw Cap's name, right? And I was like, I mean, maybe Cap might go off. Kep and? Off. Oh, I did yeah. not expect Cap to, to win the entire event. Shout outs to Cap for getting that dub. Um, DD from Australia did pretty well, made it to winner's semis. And I watched DD try their best to get the dub on the Japanese Titans, but that could not happen, unfortunately. But good to see Australian representation. But my favorite player to watch that whole weekend was Ashen the Joker. That player was clean. I was like, oh, hold on. You need some opportunities. Because I think if Ashen got some opportunities, they would, uh, and a lot more experience, they would be very, very good. That was Where are they third, from? Third place, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're from Korea. I'm oh, pretty sure. Third um, place, only losing to Gact, too. They they were very, very, very good. I was, I was really impressed to see them uh, play. Um... But that joint just fell. I was like, man, this is like when Chad went to Dubai. Like, what's going on? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> it was, that was super, super close. We also got to see uh, Seb Pro, who I'm also pretty sure is Australian. They went kind of kind of dummy as well. I think they play Rob, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, place, I've heard yeah. that name. Yeah. So it was, it was a cool event to watch. We got to see some Korean representation, which was pretty cool because we knew there was a scene out there, but we didn't know how good the scene was um but it was cool to see some of them like there's a lot of them that play joker they really like joker which is good trying to win we love stuff like that um but it definitely just felt like uh looking at the bracket it was pretty obvious who was gonna gonna take it home between the japanese players so it was a cool event to watch um if y'all have time you should definitely check it out i just i was just really excited to see joker because we don't really get to see like jokers that often anymore and it was yeah. cool to see that there may potentially be like other ones out there that we just need to give like a little more time or them get a little bit more experience you know yeah for sure well and, and kept too i mean obviously another underrepresented character for sure obviously so yeah True. Was was good. Good. So. yeah so there you go man didn't drop a set just beat gak twice and was like see ya damn Villager is still not a character I think super highly of, so it's just a really impressive win. It's like be nice. To be honest, Villager is just not that good, right, y'all? Like, I don't like fighting true. that character. So I actually uh, talked with Bobby this weekend because we were both at PAX or whatnot, right? And mm -hmm. um, I, in my opinion, I always thought of like Smash Four Villager as a better character because like uh, the downer came out quicker, like. You had to respect Smash 4 Villager a lot more in Disadvantage, or when Villager was in Disadvantage in Smash 4. But the problem with Smash 4 is that Cloud like completely demolished Smash 4 Villager, and everyone had a pocket Cloud. So it's like, right. if your character lost to or got like completely destroyed by Cloud in Smash 4, you're you're done. Because it's not even like the top-level Clouds you got to worry about, right? It's like, oh... Everyone that just has a pocket cloud. Everyone in the bracket. Yeah. 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 You Literally, win game one with Villager, they switch to cloud, and it's like, all right. Literally everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so I asked Bobby, I was just curious. I was like, what character which version of Villager do you like more? Do you like competing with Villager in Smash 4 or do you like competing with Villager in Ultimate? And Bobby said that he actually prefers Ultimate Villager comparatively, just because of the whole cloud thing. Which I thought was really wow. interesting. Because I, I think overall as a character god um overall as a character the uh the character was just better in smash 4 but the characters yeah. you lost to were just 
it was such high impact, right? So yeah. yeah. Bobby Wasabi was like, yeah, I'd rather compete with Villager in Ultimate than Smash 4. So, More well-rounded, right? And you don't run into, yeah, yeah. like you said, his most problematic matchup was the most common character in the game. And it, it's funny because Villager probably higher on a tier list in Smash 4, right? But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if you get invalidated by a top tier who's easy to play as, right? That's yeah. Like yep. the number one thing, yep. so. Cool. That's that's good to hear, man. Yeah, that's um, just good to know from a from a really good villager player. Yeah. 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 And these villager players in Ultimate have stuck with the character. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, when I, you know, the first like three or six months of the game, I was like, all right, these villager players are gonna play someone else. You know what I mean? Because like I thought right. extremely low of villager, but yeah, we're starting to see villager. I mean, I I still kind of do. I mean, these players are really good, and it's even more impressive that they're doing well. But like. I don't know. It's kind of like Sky J with with Incineroar. Like I don't think that highly of Incineroar. Like the matchup spread is just so inconsistent. But these players are just so good. Yeah, it's crazy too because I, I actually asked Bobby what he feels about like Fighter Pass Two matchups and stuff like that, and he he didn't think it was. He, he was like, yeah, I think Villager does fine against Fighter Pass Two and stuff like that. And he said even like particularly against Steve, he's like, yeah, I can pocket like a lot of Steve stuff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, like that, that matchup, I didn't even think about. That makes sense. I was yeah, thinking Kazuya first thing. Yeah. Like the lot, like the down smash lava. You can pocket that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, I did see that go? recently for the first time, and I definitely like raised an eyebrow at that. I was like, oh, smash. bro. You know all those videos that are like, who's the strongest character in Smash? Is that bro? He puts lava in his pockets. It's Villager. Villager. <laughs> what does he do with it? Are you serious? Villager, right? It's Villager. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> What the heck? He puts lava in his pocket. You know how scary that is? That's pretty wow. crazy. Nice, dude. Yeah, that's dude. That's good stuff right there. It it is interesting because Bobby also did really well at SmashCon, so it's like who knows? Mm-hmm. Like who knows where Villager's going in the future? But the meta is so interesting right now. Really, like we're talking about Incineroar and Villager. Who would have guessed that? Yeah, why are we talking about this right now? It's, it's wild. And Samus. I mean, and Samus. That's the cool like, thing about like there were so many different events and they all had such different narratives. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Speaking of. Cascadia Clash. I was watching uh, late with Marcus last night. Actually, I couldn't sleep, so I was like, "Anything good on?" Marcus's like, "Oh, there's a Canadian invitation." Like, oh. <laughs> Always watching tournaments. Oh, bro. sick! Let's go. Hey, anything? Oh, I got you. <laughs> Jaja, Jaja, Jared is king. Uh, Mystery Soul. So Mystery Soul got third. We were talking about Incineroar already. So third place. Uh, second place, Big D. First place, Ouch. Of course, banger grand finals too. Ouch, Big D is just such a classic, especially in that area. So yeah. really good, cozy, like uh, invitational style event too. Like it was like couch commentary and all that good stuff. So yeah, it was fun. So shout out to Ouch taking that one down. Going to be at Summit as well. Uh, and we were talking about Ouch a lot uh, in his play style, Marcus. So Dude. Yeah. Two Ice Climbers players have been... Wadi and Big D, like with like good results, like yeah. And there's a there's an Ice Climbers player in Japan that I can't remember. There might be two, but they also perform really well. Oh wow! Um, it's like the most common character throughout the brackets this weekend. Dude, ice Ice Climbers people are starting to figure out some stuff, bro. Yeah, they always to, do. They always it doesn't it, matter. It, it doesn't took matter. a while to implement, but. Dude, I've seen some of those ledge trap setups. I'm like, what do you even do? Like they'll do like blizzard hold shield on one you like jump into it and then you get hit and it's like bro i saw big d do like charge f smash and it like catches jump and then he just shielded on like um popo the main one so someone did get up attack and it hit the shield and and it hit um nana but then he just f smashed them out of shield and i was like bro like what like cheating yeah like that the, the less yeah. traps are getting insane the amount of damage 
that ice climbers can put out is pretty crazy. Um, so it's cool to see them like really trying Dude, to figure out the character. I, I think too, like it's worth exploring a little bit more since patches are over, right? Because nothing, if you find something that's really cool or really good and broken, it's here to stay. Like it, it's over, yep. like it's just staying. So I think, and we saw that a bit, I think with Steve too, like I, I think it's, you know, they're kind of cut from the same cloth in that way where it's like, all right, well now it's definitely worth exploring because it's not going to change. So here we are. Yeah, yeah, and I think all of us, we Ice Climbers is just that, especially like uh, when the game first came out, Ice Climbers was those characters where it's like, well, they might seem pretty bad now, but once once they get figured out, it, it's always one of Ice Climbers is one of those like scales with time. You yep. know what I mean? Like every year, oh, they yeah. get stronger and stronger. They're gonna find more desync setups. The the ceiling is very high with Ice Climbers, so it's I wouldn't have expect one of the players to be doing it with ice climbers is wadi i think that's the most surprising thing in the realm of uh the ice climber meta is that wadi really gravitates towards these characters which is interesting because for me wadi's always like a player that okay you like your charge moves you want to charge things up in the corner right and then (laughs) you want to keep things like pretty simple but yeah i mean what i mean he still keeps it really simple like yeah honestly he keeps it simple with ices too which is pretty funny and yeah. it's crazy because he'd be getting dubs. And I'm like, simple ice climbers can get dubs. Like, Fundy's ice climbers. He still does decent. Right. He, does yeah. he does some stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but he doesn't have a, like, down path. He did left. play ice climbers in Brawl. And I think that's, like, what's really funny is I think as Brawl players, like, we all know, like, it's only a matter of time before, <laughs> before this character. We've been here before. Yeah, yeah definitely. We've been here before. So, like, seeing it start, more and more people starting to pick up ice climbers and perform them, like, Oh no, is it gonna happen? Like, obviously, it won't be like Brawl because even with Brawl, like Ice Climbers were pretty good at the beginning, and it took a while for them to like really become what they were because people were like, Oh yeah, that's like counterplay, and then they just kept finding new ways to chain grab, like tripless, like yeah. you know, there were like certain like tripless chain grabs you could do, and footstools, and it just it it got out of hand. Really, that was fun. a. That was such a funny time because it was like, oh, well, they have to dash to throw. So, like, mm-hmm. thank God for tripping because, you know, at least it messes up the chain grab, you know, to, to get the right positioning. And they figured out how to walk and do it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Fine, tripping, tripping is just exclusively bad again. Like, never mind. This is not, this is not good. Uh, I remember everyone thought that Snake was a great counter pick versus Ice Climbers. because like, oh, well, if I always have a grenade by my foot, I'm fine. Oh then God. Ice Climbers started to weave in. Like, they got, they'll they get the grab. They'll pick up the grenade with the other yep. Ices, throw it away, and then just mm-hmm. do the chain grab. It was so cartoon, cool. cartoon characters, bro. They really are. It's insane. <laughs> That's so funny right it's like you gotta give it up though like that's creative you know like yep. it sucks to get hit by but it's like all right you know at least you did the work you know i mean the real issue is why did we why did we ban the ddd infinite and then we left the ice oh climber my infinite? God. i'm just saying here we go bro. honestly let's yes, talk about rectified it would, let's, how much would that have really helped DDD? You know, like whatever. Well, it's more of the fact that, like, why yeah. why did we just like why did we ban certain infinites but let certain infinite? That's, that's a whole other topic. But like, I think that's that what was, I'm saying though. Like, it wouldn't have broken yeah. DDD. Like, it would have been fine. But anyway, all right, all right. Uh, were there any other? Oh, we got to talk about uh, wave, wave. Wave before we go on to Riptide. The past still before we go to the future. True. Wave two. True. My man Takara. 
Big oh, win. That's God. what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's all he wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say. Takara, win over Proto. Nice W. We Marcus and I were talking before we went live. We think Ken uh, Minden's an, an even-ish matchup. You know, which I think a lot of people might think it's bad for Ken, which yeah, makes I'm sense because he, he wants to get in and Minmin has two arms and focus only needs one hit, right? Like on paper. The trick is Tatsu goes over arms to the ground. Tatsu just goes over them. So that helps a lot. A good that's first. What the, that's what Tatsu does in Street Fighter, right? You go through projectiles, right? You can, true, yeah. If you true, timed it, yeah. True, true. true. Um, so it goes over the arms, then you get in as can against Minmin, and that's a nightmare for Minmin. So it's it's truly. Sure is. Yeah, it's truly a nightmare for. Yeah, once she gets Her in. Her hurt box is awful, too. Yeah. So it's no, it's great. It's great. What are you right. talking about? So Tatsu goes. It goes over. through. It goes literally through the arms. Like, because oh, so I guess they when they buffed it, it like a projectile kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay, okay. So even if it's like megawatt or like yep. whatever, it just goes through. unless it's, it's megawatt forward smash, it won't go through. So I have to com- like if, if you I commit, think yeah. yeah, I have to like think like oh they're gonna toss you, and if I commit to megawatt forward smash, then and they jump, see you. Yeah. You're eating eighty, yeah, yeah. or dying, yeah. like or yeah, bold. yeah, um, but. <laughs> Uh, and players are carried. We were saying that Vendetta also thought that it was winning. I don't know about all that, but I mean, hey, That's my man Vendetta, I love his opinion. Proto, so maybe hold on. His <laughs> opinions are hard and fast, man. I love it. Never I love done. it. Um, Ashimo being obscenely consistent, such a good player, so so good. Got love third. Ashimo. Um, Shutan also, also honestly, this top three was like very like. Heavy with consistent players of Japan because Shutan got first, Ken got second, Ashimo third. Like they're all extremely consistent players. Kamehameha fourth too. Kamehameha, hey, Kamehameha was on Sora. Yep. He was on Wario. Played Mega Man and Sheik. I was like, Kamehameha oh, okay. rules. He, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all that Mega Man's in the mix too. Dude, I went yeah. to go watch. I was like, oh yeah, fourth was so. Ah, I love Wario and Mega Man. I'm learning Definitely. some Sora, and then I Wario. Wait, what? Wait, Sheik, huh? Like, what's going on? But hey. no, we we didn't talk about that. You are playing Sora, right? You were like trying on, to pick, bro. Like, what's what's going on? Like, why are we we're airing it out? Tell me, <laughs> tell me, <laughs> tell me. Is there something to air out? Um, for for quite some time, I'm gonna just be playing Sora and Wolf. I don't know how long though. No Min Min. Nope. What? Nope. For what reason? Don't nod. Don't encourage this. That's why? Right. Cause I get bored. Oh, I see. I've always had that issue with you her. You pick where... up the most boring character in the game. How's that gonna help? Yeah, I don't know if Wolf's gonna keep you entertained. Uh, I'm like, at Sora. I'm at no. Sora. Wolf. Wolf's, Wolf's great. Cool. I think Wolf's entertaining in the sense that like um, every situation has a little bit more layers to it. I it's a like bit more dynamic. Yeah. Well, I feel like with Mimin, it's very like straightforward, very static gameplay. It's like the same things over and over again, and it's like kind of fun. When you like doing the stuff, it's like, bro, but then like you're doing it all the time. And I'm like, bro, I need a I need a break. So I always go back to her. Like I do this all the time. I'm gonna go back to her, obviously, but um for for now it's just gonna be Sora and Wolf. Cool. All right, whatever. Okay. Uh, Either way. uh, taking a break from Minmin. Got it, got it. Yeah, essentially. Another like when Gavin takes a break from Diddy Kong, you know, like that doesn't exist. Okay, you've done it like seven times. <laughs> Not this week, it doesn't exist. Uh, chicken over Proto 2, by the way. Chicken, chicken rules. 
Chicken's too lit. Chicken is too lit. Is chicken the best with the Diddy Kong? I believe so, right? Chicken, it's like Etsuji Chicken. Probably like, yeah. There's one more that I can't recall at the moment that's really good, but those are like the two big ones. Okay. Will like usually make the the farthest runs. But Saruman was at that event, but kind of, I mean, lost to Kamehameha and lost to Choco, the Zero Suit. Like, huh? I don't even see him. Yeah, he's not in the final bracket. I haven't seen Choco com- compete in a while. That's what I'm saying. There were some players there, like T, like not Pac Man, but Link Young Link T was there. Yeah, Link T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Abba was there as well, but got uh, got 13th. No, Man, we were just talking about so much the last show or two shows ago. The Meta Knight show. Shogun was there too, Snake. I mean, honestly, this was a pretty tough tournament. Like, yeah. getting even just getting top eight at this was pretty hard. So yeah, everyone that's that got top eight. Like, that's Aramon losing to Kamehame, and then yeah, like you said Choco immediately. Wow, that's that's, that's really surprising. Honestly, wow, good on Choco. That's not an easy win. Mm-hmm. Damn, clean. And shout out to Chicken. I love that. That's the best tag in Smash. It is Lurk. a fantastic tag. Lurk KC, just ch- like, does he love the animal, the food? What is it? Tell us more. <laughs> we want to know. We gotta, what, yeah. What's the lore behind the tag? What is it? It's so good. It's so simple and good. But either way, we got Riptide coming up, of course. Coming up this weekend. And this, like I said at the beginning of the show, this is a tournament. I don't know. If you predict the top eight of this tournament, you deserve some sort of prize. That's for sure. Because it is all over the damn place. That is... For sure. I believe yeah. Aaron's going, right? Who? I believe Aaron is going to Riptide. Oh, Aaron. I thought you said Gavin. I was like, wait, huh? I don't think no. so. Don't oh, Aaron's not going to Riptide? Okay, okay. I, I heard he was going to Riptide, but I, I could have like misunderstood or something. He might Maybe. be. I'm not sure. Elegant Send, Ned, Peeb, uh, Jake and Toast, uh, Luis, Skittles, Tilde, Lima, Apollo Kage, ZD. Damba? Krama, Wadi, and then Zamba and Chase. That was from the bottom up top, the top 48. I see. Oh, wow, wow. There's also Doorstop, Bobby Wasabi, like, these are Beast, Sinji, like, Cytonics, Sharp, 8-Bit Man. Like, there are just so many players where it's like, Loaf? So many players that could just make a a Dark Wizzy, like, Colorado. That's what I'm saying. Like, this bracket is ridiculous. Like, this top 48 is stacked and really competitive. Wadi? I didn't even say Wadi. Like, or yeah, maybe I did. did I? Yeah, I did. I did. All right, good. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm bad, Wadi. I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, it just it's going to be insane. I mean, it's like it's like the opposite of PAX, right? Where, like, PAX had yeah. a few top 10 players and, like... Super top heavy. Super yeah. top heavy and then the drop-off. This is, like, super, like... Less top 10, but more well-rounded for sure. Yeah, like, you have no idea who's going to win. Like, you're going to – you want to assume it's going to be, like, Zamba or Luis or something like that, but you never know with, like, these brackets. Hey. Yeah. Peebnut could win. Like, hey, watch That's yourself. Peeb rules. Man. Peeb does rule. Let's go Zenodo. See Zenodo, Atata. Zenodo. Yeah, Zenodo. Atata, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's a good bracket. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it for sure. Especially after like oh. learning all this, all the players going. Oh, yeah. ZD? We, we watch, ZD? yeah. Let's go. ZD, man. ZD can pop up at any major anytime. That's true. Hey, Ninth really of CEO. Yeah. Ninth of CEO, yeah. yeah. Love to see the uh, Foxes thriving out there. Tilde. Oh. I don't know if I saw Tilde. Come on, Charles. We're having a good time here. 
<laughs> not Falco. Uh, I can see the Falco thrive too. Falco, any spacey, any spacey. I'm about the spacey life. I don't see him in the bracket anymore, though. I wonder if that's out of date or if what I'm looking at is out of date. Oh, yeah, I said Tilde. I'm an idiot. Tilde and Lima, sorry, are playing in top 48, which, dude, this bracket's insane. It's a really, really good competitive bracket. Like, once we yeah. get to that top 48, I'm going to want to watch every set. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's how I feel. Like, I want to see a lot of the matches for sure. Probably going to be a little bit of a snoozer through early pools, so you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? But you never know. Like, sometimes I turn on pools, I'm like, you know what? This is great. Sometimes. True, true. It's just you never know. Hop in, you're like, yeah. who the is this dude? Like, That's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> dude, like at, uh, like at Shine, Bruja, the, the, uh, the K rule. rule. Yeah. The hell? Amazing. The K rule is so fucking based. The lifestyle, you know? You're a huge K rule, Donkey Kong, Incineroar, yes. somehow Ridley. Like you just Ridley too, yeah. Because you watched uh, some Tekken player play Marduk this weekend, you're like, that's a lifestyle, right? There. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Marduk oh is like gosh. Abigail, but not lame. Like just an amazing Whoa! character. Abigail sucks. Abigail rules. Oh my! No Abigail way. is my second favorite Street Fighter Five character. Mar- Marduk is like so the lifestyle though, like he's insane. It was amazing to watch, and he yeah. was like, I watched him like three different players playing him in the top. Yeah, record. it was great. Yeah, it was East Coast Showdown actually. Shout out to that tournament too. Um, I watched a lot of Third Strike this weekend, which is great. A lot yeah. of Tekken Seven, which is great. Jay Wong, Jay Wong. I like watching uh, Tekken with Haz because I like kind of learn about the game while I'm watching it, rather yeah. than just like watching it and not knowing what's going on. I love Third Strike. Obviously, I love Third Strike. Yes, Jay Wong won and didn't drop a game. <laughs> he still got it like he yeah. still got it obviously dude his chun is just, she's a fortress like i don't i would i'd probably honestly not even play the match if we were seated to play i'd be like you got it it's all good man i'm not doing it chun you Lee, have experience no i don't know <laughs> no i'm good i've You're seen good? it okay. i've seen chun Lee is has this like least favorite fighting game character of all time in yeah, third strike oh, i love me. i love the i love chun but in specifically the way she plays in third strike, I'm like, dude, she is just the tankiest, like just keep away <laughs> turtle, just turtle all day. Like she doesn't need to commit, man. Her sound effects are awful in third. They're so huh? loud. They're so loud, dude. Her building meter, it's fantastic. Oh my god, it's so lit. I guess if yeah. you play it a lot, like you would get tired of hearing it. <laughs> you th- you think? <laughs> It's the only sound she makes the entire round. <laughs> God, they play. Oh God, I hate this character so much. She got gifted the best character throw in the game. One of the best character throws in the game. Anyway, sorry, like, we don't need to talk about third strike too much. It's one of the best in the game. It is. Yeah. It is. Q. I think Q technically goes further, but who cares? Um, Q rules. Q does. Q does I, 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 I love Q. I got a nice Q, but um, yeah, I love watching obviously third strike Tekken and Super Turbo. Like East Coast Showdown was cool, but between yeah. that and all the Smash, like. It's funny because I really thought, like, all right, it's going to be a nice, easy weekend. I was like, hold on. Dude, that's what I thought. Around. I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the yeah, hell? There's so much to talk about. about today. Like, there was just so many different tournaments last weekend. Um, you know what I got to say before we wrap it up? Uh-huh. Since it's episode 64, if anyone is down, if anyone listening to this or watching this out there wants to do some funny, like, Nintendo 64 art for Tweak Talks. Oh, yeah. That would rule so much. That'd be hype. But you don't have to. See ya. Oh. So that's it? Alright, we'll be seeing you. <laughs> you want to know something that's crazy, by the way? Before we, like... Wait, are we done? What's going on? Everyone's confused after what Gavin just did. 
We're not sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to confuse oh. anyone. I didn't Me and Chris were both like, a... wait a second, what's happening? I just yeah, looked at the um, the Smash Bros. Tour standings, because I was kind of... Like, we're, we're heading toward the tail end, right? Yeah. And, um, we need to we need to actually start paying attention to who's probably going and who's who's like not going. Did you know that number seven for Smash World Tour, who's very likely to make it, is Jay Dizzle? He has more points than the Buzz. Damn, is that crazy to think? Do about? I even have any points? Uh, I, like the thing is, I don't remember what tournaments. Like, you know what I mean. I feel like it's one of those things where if you have to ask, it's probably not good. Yeah, true. I mean, you, uh... Uh-oh. This is looking... This is looking rough. Um, You're on page... There's pages? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Gosh. Uh, maybe I just need to search your name. Um, You don't have to at this point. <laughs> You said enough. Yeah, you said you've done the research. It's maybe okay. I maybe I missed you when I've been scrolling through. Uh, uh, see ya. Thanks for watching, y'all. <laughs> Have a good one. Peace. See ya. See ya.